0: You're listening to SM Media, the number one place for exclusive content.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of our Be Strong, Be Positive podcast right here on SM Media. I'm Scott McPike, pleasure to be your host as always. Delighted to finally be joined by Charlie Stakeham. Charlie, we've been trying to get him done for ages. How are, you? How are you? You good?
0: I'm good, yeah. Delighted to be on, Scott. Thank you so much for asking me.
1: No worries. How's, how's everything been? I know you're a bit a slightly busier than me. I know we're both very busy people, but how's things been?
0: Um, things have been good, yeah. I think just adapting to life and lockdown. And, you know, trying to move everything online as much as you can with all the different businesses. It's been a bit crazy, but, um, yeah, I suppose we're all in it together. So it's been good to kind of, you know, talk to other people about what they're doing and just pivot as much as you can.
1: Yeah, definitely. We'll also talk a wee bit as well. We've got a few wee subjects I want to touch on, but obviously, what's, what's the kind of lockdown been like for you, like, personally? How's it, How's it? it? How hard has it been to kind of adjust to this new situation we're all in?
0: You know, it's been... Pretty up and down. Um, I think with the first lockdown, it I kind of attacked it quite head on. Like I was like, right, you know, there's big changes happening. Let's just see the positive in this and, and move forward and help as many people as we can. Um, but obviously we're now on like, what, is it lockdown 50 now? Uh, <laughs> yeah. been, there's been so many. So I think, um, you know, it definitely has been up and down and I'd be wrong saying, you know, I've, I've been positive the entire time. That's absolutely yeah. not the case. But um I feel like it's had its ebbs and flows, just like everybody's had.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's been a, a strange time, but we'll we'll make a wee start. Obviously, just talk a wee bit about what you're what you're kind of doing just now as well. Like how you're very, very busy. So just talk about a wee bit about what you're, what you're doing with yourself.
0: What I'm doing. So um I've got multiple businesses and I'm a mum to toddler. So um lockdown for me it has mostly consisted of you know, spending a lot more time with her, which has been amazing. And um, nurseries are off at the moment, so um you know I've got her a lot more than I normally would. So it's nice to you know come up with creative things, but also quite challenging because everywhere's closed. You know, yeah. we've got this free time but nothing to do. So it's just been a lot about coming up with you know creative avenues of things to do with her, um, and also you know trying to incorporate her into my my working life as much yeah. as I can. I hate. I think mum guilt such a thing when you're like, listen, I need to do an hour's work or I need to run this live workout or whatever it is. So just trying to like bring her into that as much as I can, like I'll do a workout with Zia or whatever it is. Um, yeah, it's pretty much what I've been doing. So I've got my Arbonne business and network marketing, which I love. Yeah. So that's just coaching and training people, you know, online to run their own businesses, um, which obviously has been great right now because a lot of people, you know, are struggling to you know find work or extra income, yeah. and are more open to looking at things like a side hustle. So it's been great to you know help those willing to do that, you know, mm-hmm. you know create those online businesses. So, but I do love like belly to belly business. Like I like being in front of people. Yeah. So to go from you know meeting people for coffees all the time, running in mm-hmm. person events, to moving that all to Facebook, WhatsApp, yeah. Zoom you know it's been a big change and then obviously trained by Charlie so my mission with that is you know to empower people to fall off of their bodies through fitness um, and use exercise as a way of you know feeling good about themselves rather than like punishing themselves for whatever it is they think they're punishing themselves for hating their body like eating badly whatever that means or whatever it is so I've been making that shift which has been good and it's just about trying to motivate people to exercise in their living rooms Um. obviously the gyms are all closed so Mm. we're trying to get people to get outside you know even though it's freezing out there and it's hard to run because of the ice all these different alternatives and then body competence art is a new thing that I've started which is my painting business that's just empowering people to fall in love with their bodies but you know this is through art rather than fitness so Mm. yeah that's what I've been up to that's been the latest And baking banana bread and all the other lockdowny things what about you
1: just media, just doing this as much as possible. We started baking today. Me and, me and uh, Laura started baking. We started baking tablet. but didn't go brilliant, but, but that's, <laughs> as well, it's just it's kind of spending as much time as you can with your people close to you as well. Obviously, kind of after Christmas, it was off work. So basically doing that as much as possible, and spending as much time as I can with the people close to me. But we'll get into kind of earlier as well. Like, where did you, how did you feel you got on at school? Like, did you feel you had a good time at school? Like, socially, more than anything.
0: It's school, wow. So, I was actually talking to someone about this the other day. I think surface level, it maybe looked like I really did. And there was obviously parts of my school life that I loved, but mm. as a whole, like, I don't really look back too fondly at my school years. Yes. Um, I found it quite difficult to, not fit, I don't want to say fit in, but... Um, I always had like big visions and a bit different thinking but at school you know that's not it's not very cool to do that it's yeah. not very cool to you know think outside the box so yeah I struggled a lot with that and with like keeping really good loyal friendships throughout but um, obviously like I have so many fond memories of like you know really inspiring teachers that I worked with and things like that but I think you know even mental health wise it's probably quite a tough Time in my life, I'd say. I'd say it's more when I left school that I started to really like see the world as, yeah. as a bigger space. Mm-hmm. But you're still in your little bubble at school, I think. Like yeah, you think the world definitely. ends and starts with the people that you're around.
1: Yeah. So did you have a plan when you were leaving school of what you were going to do with your life?
0: Oh, I had no idea. I had no idea. Yeah. I had my fingers in loads of different pies. So I loved drama and acting and performance. Um, but I also loved media so obviously I worked for the local radio station yeah. and I was a DJ as well so mm-hmm. when I left school I just started to you know try new things and I took a year to just kind of work out what it was that I was passionate about mm-hmm. and, and see, yeah I didn't think that would be business and, and fitness.
1: <laughs> and see obviously you mentioned about like drama and acting and things like that like see when obviously we've known each other for quite a few years like that's always what I thought you would do like you would get into that to be honest yeah Is that, like did have you stopped completely doing that or was that something you would go back to?
0: Um maybe in later years. I think it was I was I've met so many amazing people and especially during school, like that was a really good mm-hmm. outlet for me. Like to, you know, I would always go to drama at the weekends in yeah. Glasgow or Paisley. And you know, the people you meet doing that, like they're really outgoing and nice and mm-hmm. friendly, and I think that built up a lot of who I am today. But in terms of as a career, I always just assumed because I enjoyed it that was what I had to, that's what I was going to do and that's what I was going to go into. Yeah. But as I left school and learned more, I think when we we're in school, I don't know if you feel the same about this. You put such stories on yourself. Like I'd always told myself, like I'm rubbish at sport. I'm so bad. People are going to laugh at me. Like I would hand notes in to PE. Like I would never take part yeah and um if I just associated myself with somebody that didn't do that but when I left school and like got out of that place yeah. I was like oh like I love the gym this is some somewhere I really enjoy like I like teaching people to get healthy so yeah. when you get rid of those identities of yourself that you held before I think you can you can move into other things yeah. and I started to realize I could the elements I loved of performing like I loved inspiring other people I love you know being loud and sharing my thoughts and and doing all that I could do that in a group fitness class mm-hmm. you know I can do that now when I run classes I'm, I'm you know up the front I'm instructing I'm you know essentially entertaining in a way but I'm t- helping people with their health too so for me that was that was a better route but I'm yeah. still it's so funny now because all my friends now have went on to do to do acting so I feel, feel in the loop with it But
1: mm-hmm. I'll just
0: cheer cheer them on.
1: Brilliant. See, me always see see like see for me, and I don't know if this is what that is for you, see, the first time I went into a gym, I've never been as intimidated my entire life. The first time I... like I'm not a big gym-goer, and I'm not... I don't need to... Can I say why? I just don't... It's just not my kind of type of place. But the first time I went into a gym, I remember there was a guy in it, and he was just the same, same height as me, but so much like more mus- muscular. And he was just... I was lifting these six-kilogram things, and he was lifting 20. And I was like struggling to lift the six and he was just picking up the twenty as if it was like a like a phone. And after yeah. that I was like, I'm no, this isn't my type of environment. Did you kind of get that feeling as well? Like when you, you first went into a gym, like it was an intimidating place. And do think that puts a lot of people off going?
0: I think 100% it does, yeah. And, you know, to be honest, I didn't really, before I became a personal trainer, um, I didn't have a lot of gym experience myself like I mostly just did home workouts or followed guides and I kind of on my PT course was a big learning experience for me so I felt more confident to go into a gym after that but it's such a common thing that I see people with gym anxiety Mm
1: -hmm. and it's
0: from experience from what I'm hearing from other people it's because they're worried about other people looking at them or yeah. judging oh, them or yeah
1: that's my like, thing as well
0: or them doing oh, it wrong but yeah. I think it's just about knowing we're all there for the same reason mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily like people in the gym are going to judge you for trying something new yeah. I've had people you know there's people in the gym that I've maybe went up to if they're doing it wrong and been like listen like see if you do this instead like that's really going to help you and mm-hmm. um, but really good job like for for trying it and coming in like I find it to be quite a supportive environment but I think we tell ourselves these stories like oh that guy over there just looked at me like I must be doing this wrong I must look like an idiot like I must look terrible like everyone's staring at me but really people are just in the gym to, to get done what they're getting what they're getting done and if they are judging you they're just it's not because they're in the gym it's just because they're not nice people <laughs> so <laughs> you shouldn't care what they think anyway.
1: And what's like how, how important do you feel what health and well-being is to like mentally more than anything?
0: Oh hugely 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 and um, I'm so glad that so in the first lockdown at first when the gyms closed like I felt the immediate effects of not having that like place to go and move my body and not even exercise like just moving Mm -hmm. I think going a walk like whatever it is you can do you know if you even google it online like there's so many links to like your hormones and how it makes you feel in your mind so hugely important Mm. and it's just about finding what works for you I was told myself I wasn't a runner I was I don't run I just lift weights that's all I do (laughs) but um, when lockdown hit I had to find new ways to do that so it was about learning to run and now I absolutely love it (laughs) like I'm a cardio person but Mm -hmm. yeah it's hugely hugely important
1: and like obviously as well uh, you went to India for a a year didn't you yeah what was that like
0: Oh, amazing! So so good. Um, I would go back in a heartbeat. Maybe not right now. I would I would go back. It was just such a like humbling experience. So good. I made some of the best friends ever. Um, that I'm still in touch with today. But yeah, it was scary to go out myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just so good. I felt so independent and, and good about that.
1: Brilliant. As well as that, I'm about to ask you. I look quite I like time myself as a good. Quite good at interviewing, but I've I've not had the pleasure of interviewing Spider Man Thor and <laughs> Tommy Shelby. How nervous was that? Just talk us through how that came how that came about, and what was the, the nerves of that experience?
0: Yeah, you know, I was so lucky to get an experience like that. Um, but from a young age, like I was always looking for opportunities. Like yeah. I'd always been told to do that, and I think so many people wonder, like, oh, like they just think something will land. And their lap, like Mm it would just come. But I would email people, like at 14, like I got my job in the radio station by just sending them an email, being like, listen, like like, I must have been like 13. Mm -hmm. And I was like, listen, I really want to be a radio presenter. Like, I know I'll be really successful if you just let me come in. I work for free. I make a really great cup of tea. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you should just set me in for a day. And they just found it cute and funny because I was younger. Yeah. I went in. And then it was very much the same. So it's just about, um, you know, my friend at the time, Calem, his mum worked for this company called Into Film. They mm-hmm. were a children's education charity who educate young people through film. They're really great, highly recommend checking out their stuff, especially if you're interested in like film or, you know, acting, yeah. whatever it is you're interested in. And, you know, I got in touch with them, they were looking for young reporters. Um, which tended to be people you know under 10 yeah, okay. <laughs> like it was people really young but um, it went all the way up to to 18 and I was maybe 15 when I applied mm-hmm. and I got to it was great like it would maybe be every few months they would contact me and be like listen we've got an interview for you I get to, I got the time off school mm-hmm. and I got to go and interview them so I could we could create these resources for schools and, and things yeah. like that but I got to meet some amazing people it was so good but at the time I wasn't necessarily I was definitely nervous but maybe not about the people you would expect like I wasn't um, maybe I shouldn't say this actually um, I'm a Marvel fan now like I like the yeah. films but back then I hadn't really seen any of those films uh, so when people were like oh it's Chris Hemsworth you're going to be interviewing I was like oh like I only really knew his brother, off his brother. and I was like yeah, oh yeah 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 some guy um it's only now that people I think a lot of like Chris Hemsworth fan pages will put the interview up put them in TikToks and I get tagged in them and they, and they do really well now <laughs> it's like back then I was like oh it's just some guy that's in films um whereas now I'm like oh that's quite big, yeah. <laughs> were, quite big um, were
1: they like good with you as well like were they because you were that
0: young were they kind of good with you oh yeah they were so so nice yeah so I was maybe 17 when I interviewed them um and yeah, it was just, it was just such an experience. I was more, it was more the director, Ron Howard. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I was more nervous because I'd heard so many things about Ron Howard. So I went in there shaking. Um, and it's funny because it was the other interviews that did a little bit better. But mm-hmm. yeah, I was so nervous to meet him. But they were such a lovely cast. And Kelly Murphy really doesn't like the interviews. So I remember right. being in the room and all the other reporters were quite nervous. And, um, like, you know, these are the ones from like big, like tabloids, yeah. and they were like, "Oh, like Kelly really is quite." Have you watched his interviews before? Like he's quite hard to to get mm-hmm. an interview. At all. Um, so I remember that making me quite nervous. But he was paired for Tom, who's and they were both lovely. They were. Mm-hmm. It was absolutely fine. But um, yeah, it was a really fun experience.
1: Brilliant. It was good. But I went. What's like of your best experiences as well? Like doing you have done. Obviously, you've met some amazing people. What was some of your best experiences?
0: Oh. Oh. Um, some of the best experiences, so, okay, I think there was one, I wouldn't say this about me inspiring others, but um, with Arbonne, um, we got to Vegas for our global training conference, yeah. and that was such an incredible experience, because I'd never really been to a personal growth
1: right, okay.
0: seminar, before I'd never really like explored that concept and when I got there it was just absolutely epic like being there listening to so many different motivational speakers out with Arbonne and just you know teaching us different ways to think outside the box and keep yourself positive and you know going for your goals and different it was a whole mindset shift so I feel like I came back completely different and you know seeing things in a different way but yeah, that was definitely like a big turning point in my life.
1: Yeah. And obviously,
0: the top experience of everything was having Zia. <laughs> like she yeah. was. I was going the to best. touch
1: on that as well. But how supportive were your family when you at that kind of period of your life when you you fell pregnant and all that? Is that maybe too personal question to ask?
0: No, no, no. Um, really supportive. Obviously, I was younger than you know expected to have. Yeah. Have a toddler so I don't think anyone really expected it from me right. so it was a shock to me to say the least never mind everyone else <laughs> but um they obviously had some stuff to say about it <laughs> but it maybe that maybe lasted like 24 hours mm. and it's funny because I was always told like at school my mum was always like you pregnant like I'm kicking you out I'll never talk to you again like and I fully really believed that in my heart of heart. I was like, oh my gosh, that's what's going to happen to me. But she was actually great. Like, mm-hmm. I told her she got upset for 24 hours and then was like, I'm going to be a grand. This is amazing. <laughs> and um, yeah, she's very loved. So I'm, I'm in a good, mm-hmm. a good position for them. Was like, was,
1: what was it like for you adapting to that kind of change in your life as well?
0: Well, it was huge because, you know, it completely changes your life having a child um and she's just the most it's just the most amazing change like I've never people used to always say this to me before I'd had They're like, you're never going to experience love like it like honestly like you you don't know it until you've got yeah. it and in my head I was like yes I do I know what it's like like it, it's just going to be a of person I'm going to love like I get it but it's so true you just don't understand until until you're there and she's just just amazing mm-hmm. obviously it's very hard I'm not going to sit and say it's like the easiest like a sort of walk in the park but um it was definitely an experience getting used to but yeah. like my little best friend now which is so good um but yeah it was just adjusting to it, making new friends obviously all my friends were at university studying going out every every weekend and like that wasn't something that I could immediately do so it was just adjusting to and I made so many other friends who were also young mums who would like reach yeah. out on Facebook and we'd be able to hang out with our babies and know just adjusting to that kind of new way of living
1: yeah brilliant definitely see like obviously in terms for you like what kind of subjects do you feel that are important regarding mental health that don't really get touched on
0: regarding mental health um i think you know i was actually talking to someone about this the other day there's still i follow a lot of good positive mental health pages on instagram and i suppose being on in lockdown I only ever am surrounded by really good messaging. So I, from my world, I'm like, there's a lot being done. This is great. People feel yeah. they can reach out to people. That's fantastic. But I think there's such a stigma still around people looking for help. Like, right. like I heard someone say the other day, I won't name names. It was just some lady was like, I don't know if I'm a huge believer in mental health, but I think that I'm maybe struggling. <laughs> and I was like, what? So it's there's still this stigma, I think, around it that needs yeah. to be completely looking at that needs to go. It needs to go. And people need to start really taking it seriously. However, I do think everything's moving in the right direction around it. Um but I for me, for example, like, I have a life coach that I use whether I'm feeling good or feeling bad. So I see him, you know, once a week online and it just helps me with all areas of my life like how like my emotional health my business health like um ev- everything it could, i could be on one day talking about like parenting i could be on one week talking about my business and um, some weeks it's just i've had a really shit. but go. um, i've had a really bad week and you know I've been, I've been struggling with lockdown or whatever it is and and talk it out but mm-hmm. still um when I'll talk to people about it and say, oh yeah, I was on for my life coach. They'll be like, oh, do you still need that?
1: Yeah.
0: And I'm like, well, what do you mean need, need that? Like I'll have my life coach, even when I'm at the top, like yeah. I'm feeling completely like mentally strong and like everything's going great. I'll still have that coach because life's not like that. Like you're going to have ups and downs. And mm-hmm. I think you always need to work through all of it. Yeah. So there's still that, audience. Oh, I don't need that in my life. It's not about needing it. I think it's everybody should have some kind of like support or sounding board for their thoughts to move
1: forward. Yeah, definitely. See yeah. Like, co- coping mechanisms as well. Like, what do you what do you do for that? See so when things are you're having a as you say a bad day. Like, what's, how? What do you kind of do? Do you, do you feel it kind of takes the pressure off in a way?
0: Oh, that's a tough question. Um, well, I have my coach, like I just said. So. I would normally, if I'm feeling like that, call. And can you
1: go to Hamlet straight away, like when I or Hammer? you can go to. Yeah. Him um, away,
0: yeah. Not always, but I'll just drop a text and be like, yeah. can I "Call you at some point today." Mm-hmm. Um, and that's been invaluable, honestly. So good, and I think it's because, um, maybe at first, like I felt like I needed somebody out with my life, like I mm-hmm. wasn't in it. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I know
1: totally, anyone I, totally, I know. Yeah, I totally agree with that.
0: So it's good to have somebody you know mm-hmm. that it
1: doesn't know your situation good. yeah yeah
0: and they're not going to have a biased opinion on yeah exactly on anything mm-hmm. so yeah that was good but apart from that like sometimes it's just about taking a step back like I do a miracle morning every morning Um, sometimes if I slack with that I feel a bit low so that's when I get up I meditate I'll do a gratitude list I'll exercise move my body mm-hmm. I'll read professional development books I'm reading the um, miracle equation right now it's so good Um. so yeah I'll do all these little things just for 10 minutes each Yeah. and makes a huge impact just on how I'm feeling and even just getting up and like showering like it's so easy in lockdown to be like oh I'll just keep my pyjamas on today Couldn't yeah. I'm not anybody. Yeah. Any but you feel so much better like if you get up you, you like get dressed you look nice like put makeup on I know like you won't be doing that no, i have <laughs> <I'll>
1: probably <laughs> tried it myself no but it just makes all the difference, I think. But what is it you do? To cope, uh, you before kind of before like maybe the past couple of years, it would be keep away from everybody because I felt that was the only way I would be able to, to kind of get myself out of it. And then I realised that was a terrible way to do it. I like, I now kinda of, before when I started admitting and I, started, I kind of was struggling a wee back like, a couple of years ago, I wouldn't talk to anybody about anything. And seeing mm-hmm. out, it's the best thing you can do because you. It may, it does make you feel like you're not alone. It does make you feel you've got a couple of people who know your situation and know how to help you. Because yes. like I'm probably as guilty as anybody for, for bottling things up, but see like things like that. And as uh, you do things you enjoy, like, what do you kind do in your spare time as well. Like I know you don't have a lot of it, but if you do have spare time, what are you kind of do it to keep yourself. Um,
0: I, I love painting. I love painting, and like, I think, yeah. So painting is good that's why my canvas is up there oh YouTube. yeah I see
1: them yeah there, um
0: yeah. but yeah I'm, I just absolutely love it so for me that's like a really good chance for me to like focus on the one thing I can't yeah. multitask so I just put some music on and I'll just paint a big, a big canvas that's really fun for me um I'll do that I love running now <laughs> I did not always yeah. love running but that's if I'm feeling low like that's the best way for me to immediately just kind of get back on it Is is. Put my trainers
1: on, and go out and run. Yeah. Do you not feel after like exercising, like walking and running, you, you, you do feel as if like a massive weight's been lifted off when you just go running? Well, I don't run, walking, I'm only at the walking stage yet, but I'm near enough at the running stage. But do you not feel like that when you're doing that, you just feel as if you're, you're, up, everything's kind of lifted off and you're just you're, you're enjoying yourself mainly?
0: Yeah, 100%. And I think it's really good. I don't know about you like if you're on your walks but for me like when I'm running it just clears my head like I can see things I think it's easy when you're in the house and everything's overwhelming you and you've got emails coming in and you've got the news telling you how many people have died today Mm -hmm. and you've got you know you've got all these different things going on it's just when you've got to run you can just kind of it just helps me process everything and and get a bit clearer about what's going on and rather than just letting it all pile
1: up yeah What's the plans after lockdown? Like, what's once this whole thing's hopefully gone? What's uh, how are you going to get back in, back to what when you are before? this, what was what are you going to change. What's going to change for you? Like, how how your new normal is going to be?
0: It's hard. It's hard to say. We don't really know when it's going to be. I know. Um, I know that it's made me appreciate. I've totally reevaluated what's important to me. hundred percent. I feel like. I was in a very tight loop before any of this happened and it just gave the whole world a chance to stop so it's Mm given me a lot of chance to think about you know is the work I'm doing important like can I do more should I shift um are you doing this for the right reasons so it gave me a chance to really think about all that and yeah I think it'll look different coming out of Lockdown. I can't wait to get back to the gym, get mm-hmm. back to training people, um, in groups. I've missed that so much. Like just getting in front of a class of people and and exercising and putting the music up loud. And um, and it just seems like that's never going <laughs> to happen again at the yeah. moment. But um, I can't wait to, to get back to all that. Um, obviously, I'm really lucky that a lot of my business is still run right mm-hmm. now, like Arbor and I can do entirely online. So can do that now whether lockdown's on or not and then yeah
1: brilliant see obviously as well when you're, you're doing the personal training obviously you're coaching like fitness wise but are you are you there for your clients like 24 7 basis with like mental health things like that do you is that a thing you do as well
0: um we do a lot of work on mindset right Um, during our sessions so i really get to the root of how people are feeling about their bodies and what they are relationships are or limiting beliefs around exercise and food. And you often find the problem isn't with the lack of exercise. The problem mm-hmm. is it's it's all in here. It's how yeah. they see themselves. So uh, yeah, I do a lot of work with clients on that to make sure that they're on the right path and we're changing a lot of those beliefs that they've they've had for too long.
1: Mm-hmm. Definitely yeah. brilliant. That's I've really enjoyed doing that. I hope you've enjoyed it as well, Charlie. Oh, thank you so much for asking, Neil. Oh, no problem. Week. As well as that, obviously, we, we spoke about it last week. Just anybody that, that is in the position where they feel they need to talk to someone and feels as if they're alone, please come and can I speak to myself. I know Charlie will be the same if any of your followers thank and friends and things like that, needing needing are needing anybody to speak to, then their DMs are always open. Thank you very much for doing that, Charlie. It's been an absolute pleasure. Oh, it's been
0: a pleasure, Scott. Really
1: enjoyed it. All the best for the future as well.
0: See you, really good talk
1: to you. Cheers.